Hey everybody, it's Mary from Sniff Dog Talks Dogs, and we are here once again to talk more stuff about dogs. Uh, someone asked me uh, just yesterday about leaving their dog in their car. It's, you know, we're in New England and it's getting a lot colder. It's about probably 35, 40 degrees out, and they were asking about leaving their dog in the car. So it got me thinking that it was a perfect topic to discuss on a podcast. So leaving your dog in the car, very controversial. I think that everybody at one point or another has heard a horror story about somebody leaving their dog in the car when it was really warm out and the dog getting into trouble. And unfortunately, a lot of them end up dying of heat stroke. So there are the the parameters, you know, in the warmer weather. I think people oftentimes think when it's 70, 80 degrees, it's still okay. I park in the shade. I have the windows that are cracked. Even at that temperature, the temperature climbs so quickly, it can go up. It's something crazy. It's like 20 degrees in 10 minutes. It's it's absolutely nuts how fast um, it gets so hot in a car. And when you think about a dog with their anatomy and how they they don't really sweat, they pant and and the the pads of their feet work within the, um, like evaporating the sweat and and whatnot. So they, they don't have really that overall, like we have our whole surface of our skin that, that we sweat through. So they don't have that, uh, particularly the dogs that are the brachycephalic that have like the, the, um, kind of pushed in face, like the, uh, Boston Terriers and Pekingese and, you know, Shih Tzus, dogs like that. So they have even more trouble. Then you get into the coat differences between the dogs. Do they have a double coat, which some people like to shave in the in the summer, which actually doesn't help them in terms of cooling them down, and that's a whole nother issue. But there's a lot. There's illness and age. If if there's any kind of illness where they have trouble regulating their body temperature, like diabetes or something, that that's going to wreak havoc with it. You get you know panic sets in, and and they start exerting more energy, and so so it, it can go bad really fast. But it but also I think that a lot of people they don't consider what happens in the colder weather when the dogs are in the car and granted, I I will give you that it is not as blatantly obvious as to how bad it can go, but it still can go bad. Um, you know, you want to be sure that you have, you know, you, you really assess your dog, their, their health, their age, their coat. If it's a short haired dog, definitely throw a coat on them. You know, in the winter, I mean, you see them shiver and it's not like a golden retriever or a newfie that is just, they love to be out in the snow or newfies or, even Wheaties, we, even with their hair, they absolutely love to be out in the snow. They're just snow monsters. And unfortunately, they come in and they're just covered with snowballs. It's absolutely insane. But, um, you know, so you do, excuse me, you do want to take that into consideration and throw a coat on them in the winter. You can get like a little barn jacket or you can get a fleece-lined jacket. Um, there's all different kinds. I mean, they're fashion statements now, what the dogs are wearing. So there is that, uh, you know, kind of a, to combat the cold um, the other thing is that blankets, you know, blankets are good. I mean, they want to have something nice to nestle into. They're going to be in the car. The other thing is you have to look at how long do you think you're going to leave them in the car? You know, you know, going out to dinner or going to the movies, I would say leave them at home um, if at all possible. I mean, I think you always should leave them at home. I think it's a little bit better. But, you know, if you are going to have them in the car, definitely don't do it when you're going to a two- or three-hour movie. That's just kind of crazy. People worry about their dogs getting stolen that way. That's a whole nother story. Um, you know, there's all different kinds of things taken into consideration, but you do want to have some water for them, preferably in like a spill-proof bowl. They have the ones with the kind of lip. 
uh, that keeps it from spilling. Um, if it's too cold and for too long, the water will freeze, and that's not going to do them any good. But uh, you don't want to leave them without any water, without access to it. You do want to leave the windows cracked a tiny bit so that there's air circulation. Um, you know, the other thing is don't leave your car running with the heat going. That can backfire. The same with the AC in the summer. Dogs, I, I know there was one time I went with uh, one of my pet sitting clients. I went with her to a kennel. She wanted to adopt a cat. And when we were leaving, it was the summer, and we were walking out, and we saw all these, they were pit bulls, and they were in a car with all the windows up, and the car wasn't running or anything, and we went back in, and we said, do you know that there's all these cars locked, these dogs locked in, in this car, and it's stifling out? And they said, oh, no, the AC is going, and we said, the car isn't running. So they came out, and we waited, and they came out, and they checked, oh, they must have, I think if you hit the brake pedal, it turns the car off. So they turned it back on and we went and, you know, got in the car and everything. And we were driving by and we kind of stopped and, and the woman, she, you know, she rolled down the window to see, and we didn't think the car was running again. One of the dogs was in the front seat and it turns out it wasn't running again. The dogs just kept turning it off. So, uh, it was kind of firsthand experience of you, you really do want to be careful. Dogs, they get jumpy, something catches their eye, they move, they could be paying attention to something else and hit the gear shift. Like you never know. Uh, my guy, he was funny. I remember one time I went to meet some friends and he was in the car. We were just standing outside of the cars talking and he was very excited. He wanted to say hi to them. And he was spinning in the front seat and his bum kept hitting the horn. So we would beep the horn. So uh, they do move around. They do they do uh, definitely what they want to do when they're in the car sometimes, especially hopefully only when no one's there. But um, but so those are just a couple of things. Um, you know, park in the shade in the summer and, and it's just, you know, there's just different common sense things that you want to pay attention to and you just don't want to put your dog in danger. And, you know, it is great to have your dog with you everywhere that you go, but not a, you know, you kind of have to have to weigh the pros and the cons of it. You don't want to, uh, you know, put them in any compromising situation. It's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. Um, so anyways, that is just some thoughts on some advice. You know, if anyone was wondering about what are kind of some cutoffs, I mean, I would say in the warmer weather, over 60 degrees, I wouldn't leave my dog in the car. Uh, I would definitely wouldn't do it with the AC on. You know, they, they, you know, anything can happen. You never know anything can happen. People um, sometimes taunt dogs when they're in cars too. People, you know, that aren't dog people. Uh, someone that I know, I can't think of who it was off the top of my head, but they, something happened to their dog when they were in the car by themselves. And it was a scenario where there was like a group of kids that were hanging around and whatnot. And the dog was never the same, just never, never the same with strangers and in the car. So uh, that's another, uh, you know, aspect of the whole situation that you want to keep in mind. So uh, just a couple of things, you know, to keep in mind about traveling with your dog. And, um, you know, you don't want to rely on the fact that you're just running into the grocery store for five minutes because God only knows what can happen, the lines are really long, or, you know, anything could happen. Um, you know, so you just want to want to be safe and do right by your dog and, and enjoy them and keep them safe. So that is just a really quick little, little blip about that. So as always, if you have any questions, you want to reach out, the email is info at sniffdog.com. 
And uh, you could also call. Phone number is 508-653-7387. All right. Have a good one.